So I come with my easel and my paints to your wedding and I paint a scene from the wedding. So basically you get this like beautiful piece of artwork to celebrate your wedding day and you get to enjoy it in your home every day. And then your guests get to watch this painting come to life from a blank canvas. Hello and welcome to the Shift & Co podcast, a podcast for wedding pros looking to create scalable, profitable and meaningful wedding businesses. I'm your host, Charlotte Mai, marketing obsessed, strategy queen and lover of all things love. My goal is to empower wedding pros to create a successful wedding business that fuels your creativity, has a greater purpose, all while finding balance between what matters to you most outside your business. Trust me, it's totally possible. So whether you're listening in while creating wedding mood boards, editing gorgeous photos, designing florals, or just taking that much-deserved rest after a busy wedding weekend, this podcast is set to inspire, empower, and educate you on how to tell the love stories of your clients in the way only you can. On this week's episode, we're slightly deviating from business and marketing to take you behind the scenes of a unique wedding pro. Our guest this week is Emily Bransfield from Emily Paints Events. Emily creates live wedding paintings where she paints a scene from the wedding while the wedding is happening. I was so excited for the opportunity to interview Emily and learn more about how she started out and what her business looks like today. So hi, Emily. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am super excited to have you here to talk about your amazing life painting. As soon as I kind of discovered you on Instagram, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I'm excited for you to be able to share your gift with everyone else so they can discover what you do too. So for those people who haven't heard of you before, introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are and what you do. Sure thing. So thanks for having me. First off, this is exciting. It's my first podcast ever. I'm slightly nervous, don't really know how it's going to go, but I'm sure it's going to be great. So what I do is live wedding painting. So I come with my easel and my paints to your wedding and I paint a scene from the wedding determined ahead of time. Usually it's like first dances or at the ceremony. And then I paint that scene from start to finish at the wedding. So basically, you get this like beautiful piece of artwork to celebrate your wedding day and you get to enjoy it in your home every day. And then your guests get to watch this painting come to life from a blank canvas, which is definitely a unique experience. And I think it's one that not many people have seen before. So that's the gist of what I do. 100%. And like, I just think it's the coolest concept ever. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I like to think that it's like a blast from the past a little bit because before there were cameras, you would hire an artist to, you know, capture special moments for you because that was the only way to do it. Yeah, of course. And I like, I think especially this year, I feel like it's something that is perfect for that kind of smaller, more intimate wedding because we're not having the bigger weddings right now. So I think it's just that perfect little extra thing that maybe your guests haven't seen before that will make it super, super memorable. Yeah, for sure. So I I definitely noticed an uptick in people like being interested in it because I also in the fall started doing like guest portraits So not like caricatures, like, you know how at Wonderland you go and you sit and then they draw you like a cartoon. (laughs) So it's kind of, it's kind of like that, but not in a cartoon style. Like it's like a more realistic style. So then like your guest leaves with like a favor, but it's also like kind of an experience to like fill time as well. 
That's such an amazing idea. Yeah, like we were having to get really, really creative yes. <laughs> uh, right now in like the types of entertainment because obviously the, the traditional more like kind of open dance floors, um, at least in, in uh, Canada, aren't happening um, right now as we're recording this this podcast. Hopefully by the time this goes live, that's not the case anymore, but who knows? <laughs> My fingers are crossed. Yeah, but I love that as like just an alternative form of entertainment that really like I love that like as a little favor that someone can take with them as well so smart so smart what made you decide to become a wedding painter (laughs) so it it wasn't just like an epiphany moment I was um (laughs) it was 2018 and it was the fall and I like we had been invited to so many weddings for um, 2019, all our friends were starting to get married and whatnot. And I was thinking like, what could I give them? And then I was thinking like, I could get them a painting. And I was like, oh, maybe I could paint one of their wedding photos. And then I was just kind of like brainstorming. And I was like, oh my God, I could paint at the wedding. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, this is the best idea ever. Like, so I, when I run home, I Google it and I'm like, oh, of course it already exists. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so bummed. I thought, oh no, like my idea, it's not going to work. But then like I realized only like one or two people do it in Canada that I could find. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. So I kind of, things just really rolled from there. I never really like had a business or like planned on starting this. It kind of just happened. And then I just rolled with it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and it's funny how when you when you Googled it and you're like, oh, it's not like the original idea. But, but yeah. in, in reality, it's like, well, I doubt any wedding painter is going to be able to travel kind of all over the world yeah, to do, true. do what you do. So it's, I don't think I, I know any others uh, locally, but I mean, I'm also not searching for it directly. It's so true. that could be why. And a lot of people don't even know like the service exists, which is like both a blessing and a curse. <laughs> because you're like oh there's no competition but then it's like oh but nobody knows about you (laughs) yeah yeah I remember we had that kind of conversation from like the search engine optimization standpoint I was like I'm like a huge believer in SEO but in reality like what you do is probably not someone something people are aware of yet so it has (laughs) it takes a whole other whole other form at that point right where it's like okay so how how do I market myself (laughs) it's a very different different conversation but yeah I love it I think one of the things that I really loved that seeing you do is especially now where we can't necessarily have all of the guests that we would want to be at the wedding you can then go in after the fact and add in those guests who maybe can attend the actual wedding itself yep that's definitely a thing I do oftentimes like I haven't had one yet for like a COVID wedding where I'm adding in like very many people but often I'm adding in like people's pets like people love their pets so usually a dog or a cat gets put in (laughs) and family members that have passed away like as long as they've given me a photo then I can paint them in like naturally into the scene but um special yeah so something for sure yeah I'm, I'm like huge into anything sentimental I'm like just super mushy when it comes to everything like that so I love that whole like maybe family members who've passed and including them in that's oh I'm gonna cry no. <laughs> so cute so cute so tell me a little bit about this process like I'm, I'm fascinated by this so, so sure. like what's your process when you like come to someone's wedding sure so like depending on the scene so let's just say I'm gonna paint their first dance so ahead of time like we go over 
everything they've got planned, like the timeline, the floor plan, so I can kind of figure out where I fit best during the day. And I come to the wedding a few hours before the first dance is set to happen, and I set up my my easel. I'm pretty like self-sufficient, so I don't need like access to electricity or anything. So I can set up pretty much anywhere. So I set all my stuff up, and I start planning out the room. So during this time, I'm painting from life, so I like to face whatever scene I'm painting. I kind of plan out the room. I paint in some of the decor, just like really mostly just planning until the guests arrive. And then when the couple does their first dance, I'm taking lots and lots of videos. Like I'm taking slow motion videos, normal videos. I'm also taking reference photos. And then I use those videos to find like the perfect moment that will like translate best into the scene of the painting. Once I've kind of got their outline in the painting, then I go back to painting from life with the guests because during this time they're seated, right? Nobody's really moving around too much. My preference is always to paint from life, but I wouldn't want to risk the bride and groom without painting from the video, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like I want it to be like spot on. And the best way for me to do that is with a reference. So that's why I use it like that. So I paint throughout the night, usually into the reception time. And when it's all done, I turn the easel around and I have like a little spotlight and I turn it on for a little bit. And then most of the time people are kind of like, looking over my shoulder throughout the night or talking to me about what I'm doing. But at the end of the night, that's when I would say like the biggest crowd comes to check out, see what I've made for the night. And then, yeah, so I take it home with me. I varnish it. I frame it if they've opted for framing and do any kind of little finishing touches. And then I give it to them within a couple weeks. How long would you say that it would take from kind of start to finish then? Yeah, so it depends on the canvas size. Like the smaller size I offer is a 16 by 20, which is anywhere from like six to seven hours, I'd say. Whereas I go up to like a 30 by 40. And those ones, I rarely would finish that size on site, but like I would probably be like 80% done. Like as a guest, you wouldn't be like, that's an unfinished painting. <laughs> but <laughs> but as me used to all the little details, I'd be like, this one needs some more, some more time in the studio. So those ones are around probably 10 or 11 hours on site and then a few more hours at home. Such a cool concept. <laughs> um, so like for, I guess for anyone who doesn't know, and I'm probably you too, Emily, I'm, I'm a musician. And so I've performed a lot like classical music. <laughs> so I'm a clarinet player. Yeah. So clarinet. So throughout school, um, I had a ton of recitals. It's an art, right? So <laughs> it would be very, very terrifying. And I would be super, super nervous. And it would just be one of those things that like sometimes that can really affect what you're putting out there, especially especially when you're a clarinet player and your your breath is very, very important. And that tends to be the first thing that goes. So I know you said you were like nervous to be on this podcast, but I was like, well, you know what? Like you're going out there and you're like painting in front of all of these people where there is a bit more of that pressure, right? To have it looking good (laughs) in front of people. So so how do you kind of deal with like the nervousness um, before events if you have nervousness and and what do you do to like kind of help that? Do you find yourself trying each new hot musty marketing tip without really knowing how it applies to the wedding industry? We're looking at you TikTok and Reels. Are you aimlessly posting on Instagram each day, crossing your fingers that you've nailed the perfect combination of a gorgeous photo and the right hashtags to get you in front of your ideal clients? 
Or are you listing your business on countless wedding directories, hoping that your business and message will stand out from the very saturated crowd? It might be time to change your strategy. Shift & Co. clients are seeing a huge value in implementing SEO into their website. SEO is the work that goes into your website to build relevance and trust so that it ranks on the first page of Google. The reason this is so important is because organic listings receive 80 to 90% of the clicks on Google, and less than 10% of people ever scroll to page two. That means that if you aren't showing up on the first page of Google search, you're missing out on 80 to 90% of the traffic and leads you could be getting. The more visible your business is online, the more potential customers will reach you. And that is the value of SEO. Our done-for-you SEO packages start from just $250 a month. If you want to learn more about how Shift & Co's done-for-you SEO packages can skyrocket your business, head over to shiftandco.com SEO or send me a DM. I don't know if there will ever be a time I am not nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's different when I'm painting because I'm, like, so excited. Like, it's not a nervous like oh I don't know if I'm gonna finish it's more like a nervous like I can't wait to get there so it depends like most of the time I'm just so excited it's like thrilling really because it's like a lot of pressure you have a lot you have to do in like not that much time and it's funny because when I talk to other artists about what I do they're like I can never do that I don't oh my goodness and they're watching you paint <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's the best <laughs> and it's just so funny because everyone's so different but I I feel like I'm really nervous like as I'm driving to the venue and like my heart's racing because I'm like oh it's gonna be great and I'm gonna get started there's always like an ugly stage to a painting like it doesn't start off looking like the finished product <laughs> at all so like the first two hours like it's rough it doesn't look like the beautiful masterpiece at the end yeah. it looks like a lot of like lines and patchy colors and it all kind of slowly gets better and better but like during those um ugly stages I hit my heart is racing because I'm like is it gonna turn out is it gonna look good <laughs> and like deep down I know it is but like the yeah. canvas says otherwise at that time which makes me feel nervous but yeah I'd say about halfway through the night I'm feeling like pretty on top of the world like yep this is going perfectly everything's awesome. working out how I planned yeah I think the only other thing that makes me like a little bit nervous about it is like videographers <laughs> because <laughs> they're capturing I, right there <laughs> I don't know it's just like whenever someone comes by to take my picture or video me suddenly it's like I forgot how to paint they're like yeah just <laughs> just keep painting and I'm like awkwardly holding my brush while like looking at them <laughs> I totally know that feeling it's like you start yeah start like kind of thinking just about like, like how am I doing this like where am I yeah. going <laughs> as soon as they ask me I just suddenly like feel so unnatural yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. No, I, I completely get that. And I, I think there's value in nervousness. And I think that's as like as a performer, that's what I, I was like, if I'm not nervous, it means I don't care. And that's a problem. <laughs> so having that little bit of nervousness just shows like this is something that you want to do well, just use it and, and embrace it. And <laughs> like, I've done this before, I can do it again, kind of mentality for sure. Yep. And I know I'm going to feel like that the first wedding of the season too, because I just feel like it's been so long <laughs> this yeah, winter. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Do you find it like hard, like having people coming over to you as you're painting? No, I don't. That's um, another thing that people are like, what? 
they're talking to you while you do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like really social and I love telling people about what I'm doing. I love that people are curious and without a doubt, every wedding, there's always an artist. There's always someone there who like likes to paint as a hobby or who painted professionally and they always come and talk to me about what they do and like I love to hear it because it's just so nice talking to people that know what you're doing and like although I love explaining everything that I'm doing it's also cool to see that someone is like oh I see what you're doing there and this is how that's gonna be and right and everyone like there's so many different styles out there too right for sure I don't think you can ever come at it be like well I would do this this way (laughs) I'm sure you (laughs) always get those people but (laughs) I haven't had one yet but there's still lots of time Well, I'm just even thinking like right at the beginning stages where I'm, I'm sure you're like layering colors and, and at that time it doesn't look anything like it. Yeah. That, and for some reason it's always like in the ugly stages where the people first come over and I'm like, no, come back in like one hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always telling them, I'm like, you have to come check this out later, like a little yeah. bit later. Oh, for sure. And once they see the finished result, I'm sure they're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think you probably appreciate even more seeing the beginning stages when you see the end results. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh, there's so much underneath that. Yes. They didn't that start I out didn't looking like know. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, so cool. Okay. So tell me about the dream client. Like who's like your like dream type of client that you love to work with? I like the type A's, the big planners, or they've hired a planner. I am like a type, I don't know. I'm the type where I don't like to plan anything and I just kind of like go with the flow. <laughs> so I feel like I really appreciate those type A planners and stuff when I'm when I'm at a wedding because like they know where everything's going. Everything is a certain way and it makes it easier for me for when I get there to be like oh well they told me this is going to be here so I can set up there easy peasy whereas if they're the kind of like go with the flow me type (laughs) nobody would know where anything was going (laughs) that's so funny that's um, actually the reason the exact reason I chose my own wedding planner was because she was super like type a and I was like she is gonna get this done and it's gonna look great (laughs) and I can just be floaty and enjoy (laughs) yes yeah but otherwise in terms of like not personality like I really love working at weddings where there's like lots of decor and like obviously so much excitement and love and everyone is just so amped about the day because like all of that like I can feel that when I'm there and like if I'm there and I'm feeling it then it's going to be in the painting so those things and florals I love flowers maybe it's because I'm an artist or I I think it is that for sure I like I would consider myself like a yeah one of the more creative type people and that was the thing I was like I need like lots of pretty flowers and like I try every year to to grow my own and like it's it's very disappointing the results of the time (laughs) I last year I was like I'm gonna grow dahlias and they're gonna be the most beautiful dahlias you've ever seen and then like I think I think maybe like so one they take really long to grow so you plant them at the beginning and they're like literally leafy sticks for for months and months and months so they grow really really tall and then like you for me maybe like again I'm not a gardener but (laughs) then you'd have like one flower here and then like later like next week maybe another flower here. Mm. I was like, this wasn't quite the vision of the big like flower farm that I was planning on doing in front of my house. Yep. <laughs> but hey, it's all fun. Yes. But yeah, so for like our wedding as well, I was like, no, 
I want like lots of pretty florals. I want that to just kind of be something that people remember. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. very nice. Okay, so kind of like changing the topic a little bit. I know you've recently launched a new, I guess, a new product, so to speak. So let me know a little bit about the styling mats that you've created. Yeah, for sure. So I've never really like offered a product before. I've always been a service girl, but usually like I do custom artwork and custom portraits and custom wedding paintings. But now I'm offering something for like wedding photographers and wedding planners. Basically, when you do wedding photography, there's often like flat lays. So you take all the wedding details, like the stationery, the rings, the shoes, the veil, and you like strategically place them usually on a surface. It could be just like a whiteboard or it could be like something that you found at the venue that provides a nice background. But what I've done is I started painting these backdrops. So like they're rollable and like Basically, it would just guarantee like a photographer or a planner that they have like a really nice backdrop for these flat lay shots because you never really know, especially if you haven't been to a venue before or maybe they have like colors that are different (laughs) or it basically is just guaranteeing you like a nice background. So I hand paint them and I have them so they're like dual sided. So the one is like the hand painted surface and on the other side is like a fabric. like a complementary style fabric so they can be like wiped off and cleaned if needed and they just like roll up and could go on a backpack that's awesome so is it is it like a a piece of like the whole thing like a fabric or um so I have canvas that's been like primed and then I paint on it um so I paint like different textures and colors usually fairly neutral just that way so it's not like overpowering to the wedding details that are being shot on it and then the fabric is usually I want to say like either a similar color or shade to the hand painted side or it's like the opposite like a complementary color so that it provides contrast to I love that. the other That's side such a good idea because it, it's right like what if you're at a place and it's like okay the, there's nothing that I can put on the details that will really showcase it so right or like sometimes they might find like a nice surface but it's like not movable so like they can't take it to the window or like maybe the floor near the window is like dirty or you know so it's definitely and even like it doesn't necessarily have to be just for like wedding photographers because if you're like a small like even an Etsy shop like having a consistent background like when you're posting your products and stuff um can certainly help you out in the sales department for sure. It can make a huge difference, right? To how, how those photos turn mm-hmm. out, especially if like I'm thinking now the Etsy shop that doesn't necessarily have a photographer kind of shooting all of their details, which yes. side note, I think is a really good idea to invest in that. Yes. It's, <laughs> but it's hard. Like you, I think that's when you start to really appreciate um, kind of photographers for the creative work that they do when you try and take a picture of what you believe to be (laughs) a blank background and then you like end up with like your arm is like the shadow over the top of it (laughs) and it just looks terrible and then you're like okay like well how do they make these look so good (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they make it look effortless every time Uh, the photographer (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) i keep seeing this like i think it's a reel where they're like oh like that's a really nice camera like (laughs) i've seen that one it takes all the beautiful pictures yeah exactly and then the response is like okay then go ahead (laughs) yeah 
That's awesome. I'm I'm like taking photography lessons for for fun. Um, I like I'd asked for them for my birthday, so hopefully maybe I'll be able to take something that looks less like my arm, like as the shadow in pictures and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you will. It'll come along quickly, especially if you're taking a class. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually like doing a class with uh, Ariana. So okay, she's, nice. Yeah, so she's gonna teach me a few little tricks so that I can. She's just... the styling queen. She is right. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's incredible. I actually have another episode with her on. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that'll be awesome. Okay, so thanks so much, Emily. I really appreciate um, you sharing what you do. I think it is one of those things that people just have to kind of check out to see exactly what it is that you do. We can't verbally describe how beautiful your artwork <laughs> is on a podcast. Um, so how can people connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, first, I'd say my website, www.emilypaintsevents.com. And it's got like my portfolio as well as like lots of frequently asked questions and information about how things work and what I offer. And if people have questions, they're welcome to just send me a DM on Instagram. Um, I find that's usually the easiest because it's like a chat. And same thing, Emily Paints Events on there. Yeah, I've got contact form on my website and my email information is on there as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. And again, I really appreciate learning a bit more about your kind of creative <laughs> process. Um, Thank you for having like me. How you got into it. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Thanks, Emily. Thank you to Emily for sharing that unique insight into her incredible business. If you're a wedding planner based in Ontario, definitely add Emily to your vendor list as someone who can add a unique touch to your couple's wedding day. That's the end of another episode of the Shift & Co podcast. Join me again next week for some more wedding business insights. Thank you for listening to the Shift & Co podcast. If you loved it, please do me a favor and go and leave a five-star review to help other wedding pros just like you find this podcast. Head over to shiftandco.com slash podcast to find the show notes where you'll find links to everything mentioned in this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode.